everybody. Hey guys, you're listening to Cookies and Crime. We're just singing and I may or may not be highly caffeinated. But that's how we like her. We like Mindy <laughs> caffeinated. <laughs> it's the best Mindy to it's me. It's the best Mindy. Um, so welcome back. We missed a week because of holidays. Yeah, I hope you had a good too. Valentine's Day, everyone. Yeah, that was a good break, though. Yeah. I, I didn't mind the break. Yeah, I think we needed it. After that case. Oh, my gosh. So I do have a treat for you. My the next probably two cases are closed cases. A what? Because John Benet Ramsey really drained me. And dude, it took me like time. You had to recover. Yeah. You had to recover from it was heavy. Yeah. It was heavy. And it was like a three hour case that we covered. Yeah. Just I mean, splitting into two made it a little easier, but yeah. still it was a lot. It was a lot. So these next couple are going to be closed, and then I might switch it up a little and change what kind of crime we're oh, talking I'm about. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. So it'll be great. Um, so if you're new to the podcast, the the whole idea is that we have a snack at the end Yep. after covering a bunch of crime. So Mindy brings the cookies, and Renee brings the crime. And it's a fun time for all. It is. We're, you're going to have a good time. And if you don't have a good time, then just change the podcast. You can have your money back. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> we don't We don't take any money. We don't take any money. Unless you're offering. Unless you give us money. Um, probably take it. Yeah. Yeah. This case that we're about to dive into for this episode. Why can't I adjust my mic properly? There we go. Um, I don't think this one has trigger warnings that I well, feel I mean, the okay. need to bring up. Trigger warning, a murder. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> Trigger warning, aside murder from, will be hey, discussed. This, we're going to talk about some violent crap here. Um, aside from that, there's nothing in this case that's specifically sensitive other than death. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Just going to get that out of the way. Um, it's pretty nutso. It's pretty nutso. You know, I love that stuff. Pretty bananas. Yeah. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Um, but let's, let's talk about the victim for a second, because that's what I prefer to do. Um, we're going to talk today about Mr. Stefan Anderson. A man? A man. Okay. Breaking our, our chain. Actually, we did Isidore Fink. We did Isidore Fink. <gasps> oh, I remember Isidore Fink. Yeah. Good old Izzy. We, we covered his case, but we don't do, we don't cover a lot of, so far, we don't cover yeah, a lot of Yeah, it seems yet. to be like an overwhelming amount of female victims. Yeah. Compared to male victims. Like statistically, that statistically, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. This one, I, I, I don't think I picked it because it was a man, but I don't see this kind of crime happening against a woman necessarily. Not that it couldn't, but just it, it, we'll get we'll get to okay, that part okay. of the story I'm, where I'm like, I'm intrigued. So the first interesting bit, this is, does not matter. This doesn't matter. How would you pronounce his name? S-T-E-F-A-N. Stefan. Stefan. Okay. Before I watched The Vampire Diaries, I thought that name was Stefan. I, yeah. <laughs> like SNL, like Stefan. Yeah, that's what I thought of. <laughs> so when I saw this, I was like, how, how does he say his name? And, and so like when is it, I watched- Is it Stefan? Is that how you pronounce Stephen. it? It's Stefan. At least in his case. Uh, okay. Because they inter- I've watched interviews with friends of his that pronounced his name Stefan. Okay. So- well, okay. I mean, his friends would know. Yeah, they're, they're Swedish or whatever. Yeah, they're oh, Swedish. Oh. Well. He's Swedish. Oh, yeah. A Swede. A Swede, if you please. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to take it that's the Swedish pronunciation of, of Stefan. Stefan may just be an exaggeration SNL made up. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think Stefan is probably a name. It's just probably. Different... It was really hard for my brain. When I was making the notes for this case, my brain was like, that's not how you say it. 
That's, that's not how you say it. That's, that's not how you say it. And I had to like decide how are you gonna say it, Renee, when you present this case to Mindy? And we're just gonna say Stefan. Okay, so Stefan Anderson is his full name. He was born in 1954 in Sweden. Um, he was a biochemist who worked Whoa, in pharmaceuticals. Stefan, which is like he's he's a freaky genius. Yeah, I Basically, mean, I bet he was made the big bucks too. He was like notably intelligent. That was one of his like prime traits that everyone who knew him was like, "Oh, that guy is a smart guy. He's a smart guy." And that's a difficult field. Uh, yeah, I would imagine. So, yeah, yeah good for Lots you. Lots of Stephen. chemistries and yeah, biologies and <laughs> all the biologies. All the ologies are in that one field. It's crazy. So he um, was also said to be a very kind gentleman who took care of people. He's very generous, very gentle. He's a nice guy. Yeah. He was uh, quiet and private and yeah, just incredibly, incredibly polite. Yeah. And sweet. Seemed like a sweet man. Um, So Sweden does not have a lot of sun. It's a pretty overcast. I did know that. Kind of climate. Yeah. And he was a sunny person he really yearned for sunshine so what he did was uh he moved to texas in the 80s and texas has that's a, quite the change quite a change yeah. different not different country but also different continent yeah he's like let's just you know go big or go home go big or go to texas yeah there you go so he did he moved to texas and uh specifically houston and he really like dove into his career. So big city, big city, gotcha. Big city. Well, you know the pharmaceutical companies. Well, I mean, are probably in abundance. Absolutely, there. yeah. Um. So while he was there, he met a woman about ten years younger than him. This is going to be a trend for him. He likes the younger women, which is there's nothing wrong with oh, that. Stefan, Stefan, Stephen, Stefan. Just say his name. Sorry, no <laughs> disrespect, Stefan. So anyway, uh, her name was Jackie. This woman's name was Jackie. And they got married and then they moved to New York together. Okay. And he didn't love the pace of the big city because New York City is like a different big city than Houston. Oh, yeah. Have you been to either of those? I've been to New York City. I've been to Houston. Uh, New York is insane. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And he was not about it. He was like, oh, this is... nice place to it. visit. I would never want to live there. No, you have to really love fast pace you, like you, you or and like living on top of each other like an ant colony yep close hustling yeah yeah basically it's, it's gross jackie loved it she loved it she was like this is this is the life this no is offense fast- to those in new york city i think it's a wonderful city and it's I, gorgeous it's, i appreciate everything you do <laughs> <laughs> a lot of films in new york that i enjoy <laughs> broadway you know <laughs> no uh jackie loved new york Jackie loved it. So she was uh, all about staying there for forever. Yeah. But poor Stefan was like, I kind of miss Texas. And so they... He missed the heat because the winters in New York are yeah. brutal. He missed the heat. He missed the sunshine because New York is not always sunny either. No, no, no. You know, it's it's one of those, like, it's incredibly... I am not incredibly, but it is overcast. For sure. A lot of the time. For sure. I don't know why. I've never been to New York City specifically. I've been to New York State, but I it's hot picture, in the summer. Does it? Yeah. I picture New York City a lot like London for some reason, and London always seems to be rainy. No, I mean it definitely gets hot in the summer. Um, but it, it but not it like gets, Texas. Not no, like Texas. No, hot. no. The climate, yeah. So I'm sure you miss the climate and the warmth sure. and the pace. Texans move slower than new york like yeah see like that's that, like that's my pace there's like a small I'm a, I'm a small town yeah I'm a small town like i don't want to don't rush me yeah i'll no. get there i'm gonna take my time i'm gonna order exactly i remember ordering the first time in new york city you gotta go and like yeah 
and they were like Fast. mad they were like hello like who let this lady into our and city? i was like i'm sorry i had to think about it <laughs> Like I don't know the rules here. <laughs> I don't know the rules here. They didn't give me a welcome packet. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, imagine poor Stefan. I'm from Ohio. I don't know. Stefan being like, I'm a Swedish Texan. I don't know what I'm doing here. Uh, poor guy. But he like had a very similar. He had a very similar feeling. He was like, I, I think I want to go back to Texas. So they had a very amicable divorce. Okay. Um, it, it kind of hit him hard though because he's a highly romantic person. Aww. So, like, it was, it, they both felt like this is a necessity. We're not going to be happy. But also, he loved her. Yeah. You know? He yeah. was a gentle soul. Again, very sweet. So, um, and he was also very extroverted, which is interesting. Because you don't see, I guess this is, like, a stereotype. Kind of like how not all introverts are quiet. Yes. Not all extroverts are loud. They it's just true. enjoy being around people. Yes, they get energized yeah. from being around other people. And so he was a quiet extrovert. He really liked being out. He really liked being with people. Hmm. Um, and so at some point, this just has nothing to do with the case specifically, but it kind of gives you an insight into just how like diehard romantic this guy was. He had an affair with a married woman at some point. <gasps> um, Stefan. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't get a lot of detail on this. This naughty, affair. naughty. But yeah, he was a lover. He was a lover. He was like, you know what? Again, go big <laughs> you know or go what? home. <laughs> I'll wreck a home. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? I can do it. I can do that. But um, generally, after that relationship ended, um, he seemed kind of kind of lonely. And because he was so romantic and generous by nature, yeah, um, it made him kind of the perfect target for a specific type of woman. Now, when he was fifty eight years old. He met a woman named Anna Trujillo, or as she sometimes called herself, Anna Fox. She was previously a local TV personality, and she called herself Anna Fox on screen. TV personality? Yes. So she, What you does know, that mean? Like a news reporter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, Like okay. she worked, gotcha. so not even like important news, though. She would be that, probably that like human interest story kind I gotcha. of. I gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not a hard-hitting reporter, but she was definitely on local television. I gotcha. You know, she likes seeing her face on there. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, she When they met, red flag number one, when they met, she had been dating a guy in his building. He lived in this big, like, fancy, exclusive apartment building, okay? She was dating some guy that lived there. And she had gotten locked out. And um, she was in a lobby and stuff. And he met her in the lobby and she and like they hit it off. He didn't ask why her boyfriend kicked her out, Mm -hmm. why she was being escorted out of the building or anything, you know, like nothing, none of that. He was just like, oh, beautiful Latina woman. Let's go. Let's go. Because, again, you know, this is a guy he just had just got out of an affair with a married woman. Mm -hmm. Like, So he's not making, you know, the the best decisions either. Uh -uh. No, this poor gentle soul was also a little bit stupid in the social department. Gotcha. Which I feel like is pretty normal for academic geniuses. I have some of those in my family where I'm like, you don't you're not street smart. You're, you're a genius in other aspects, mm-hmm. but you really suffer when it comes to mm-hmm. these sorts of things. Like, mm-hmm. the poor guy, his judgment was like, way off. Yeah. But anyway, so he meets Anna. She's outgoing. She's flirtatious. She likes money. She loves money. She's like his, his ideal woman on the outside, right? He also, he really likes Latina women. 
I think that could have been part of the reason why he wanted to go back to Texas. They're in abundance there as well, you know, because the population is pretty gotcha. high. Um, she had kind of a rough childhood, like a lot of stories like this tend to happen where this particular culprit she um grew up in an unstable household she had a a string of equally unstable marriages and she tried to raise two children which weren't always i couldn't like nail down the situation there but they weren't always with her so i feel like she was in and out of having custody of them gotcha um she was she was unstable as a human being okay Okay. But the fact that she was, like, a bit of a bad girl, she was a sassy Latina, she was from Mexico, she had this, like, this whole background that, like, really drew him in. He was like, yeah, I can save her. <laughs> oh, no. I can save her. She's that kind of, like, that kind of girl. So, there's not always something wrong with that kind of girl, but in this case, there's something very wrong with that kind of girl. Um, so, let's dive into the timeline for a second. Um he was smitten from, from like, first first encounter with her. He was smitten. And he even asked friends pretty early in the, in the relationship about the process of getting a prenup because he wanted to marry her and start a family already. Like, he was, like... It, it, you said he was 58. He was 58 years old. You said he wants to start a family? Yep. Oh. She was in her 30s. He was, like, still possible, which, to his credit, like, she's still young enough to have children. I mean, you do you. Yeah. Every, yeah okay but i don't know if i would um, that quickly that's a choice it's a choice he, yeah she was 15 years younger than him um and she just continued to inspire this hugely romantic he was ready side to spawn him. he was ready to <laughs> he was ready to spawn right then he and was there ready to spawn and he was like our skin tone children will be amazing <laughs> like they will be so cute <laughs> i tell my sister that all the time she's married to an ecuadorian and like they are adorable as a couple so their children are going to be just as like adorable it's a cute blend and so he, he was excited he was a bit excited about the process well, sure. yeah absolutely and, it, and you know like you feel like you fall in love with someone and you like want to start a family and i'm sure that like he was you know he's kind of late to the game mm-hmm. there and like he's like lost love and yeah i get it i get it it didn't work with jackie yeah but he feels so like so inspired by this new relationship and she's like young and vibrant and, and she's interested in yeah him. and i think that has it is a, like a huge factor especially sure. when you get to his age yeah granted the money is is you know that's a factor but like her interest in him regardless of what he thinks it is it's you know it's gonna make him a lot quicker to commit yeah to stuff like this so one one morning he wakes up to the sound of water running and he goes to his kitchen and he sees that anna had uh cut the water line behind the refrigerator and it was leaking everywhere. And he's like, um, hey, babe, what are you doing? Hello. <laughs> and it said there was an entity talking to her, so she had to cut it. Shut the front door. <laughs> no. She said, what? Red flag number two. Yeah, she said that there was an entity. And so she had to cut that water line. She had to. And so it started flooding and stuff. So... 
She she started in this stage. <laughs> this is when you run, <laughs> my so dude. Far. This needs, is when you run. She needs so much help. Now, I am not for the record, guys. I am not mocking anybody no. who suffers from the kind of mental illness that could inspire this kind of behavior. No, and honestly, and I'm not trying to be unfair, but you know, clearly. But really, though, he could have gotten out of this at this and, point, and or like you get her help. Yeah, you know? like get, that's that is not because obviously that is not normal it. behavior. Look, imagine being. I watch I, I watch a lot of interviews of like people on the peripheral sides of this case and um like the the apartment complex staff. Imagine working there and getting a call like, "Hey, my girlfriend just cut the water line behind our fridge. Can you come fix it?" And being like, "My dude, leave." My dude, Get you out. said what? You said she did what? Because because like first of all, first of all. Water damage is serious. It's serious. It's expensive. We've had a leak. We've had a leak in our basement, and it was a pain in the butt uh-huh. to get that fixed. Yeah, it's we, it's we know he has money, but but it's like I don't know. That's so strange. It's, it's, it's so an, strange. It's an intense thing to fix. I would definitely be like, okay, so like, tell me about this entity, (laughs) and um, how long has this entity been telling you to do stuff? And and we're gonna make a doctor's appointment. She got worse after that too. So I mean, this was the start. How did he respond to that? He was like, oh, (laughs) oh, (laughs) all right. That's but again, remember he's like a very generous, very gentle guy. So he's not gonna immediately be like, okay, you gotta go. You well, gotta no, and, get out and like you know, I was kidding when I first said that. But like, oh, but he should run though. But no, but seriously though, like you have to take that seriously. Like you can't just yeah. ignore like mental health stuff like no, that uh-huh. when like someone's like having delusions or. Yeah. At some point, so he doesn't put up with it consistently. Um, after this, this fridge incident, she did start having more manic mood swings. She would like scream at him in the middle of dinner and then two seconds later be fine. Like it it was alarming enough for him to eventually be like, okay, um, yeah, I can't have you staying with me anymore. Cause I guess he was, she was living with him at this point. Okay. He's like, I can't have you living here. I need to kick you out. And he's starting to see. I can't sleep anymore. Why that ex-boyfriend in the building, whoever that was, why he probably kicked her out too. Yeah. He was like, all right, uh, this needs to stop. But the problem is. Maybe we shouldn't have babies. (laughs) Maybe maybe I shouldn't even bother looking into a prenup because this should not happen. Um, He, though, the problem is, is that women like this easily ease their way back into relationships once Regard like and not no, just women like this. No, men like this too. Anybody yeah. like this because mm-hmm. it sounds like it's very manipulative. Highly, yeah, highly. So he kicked her out. She promptly got herself allowed back in, manipulated her way back into this relationship. So they were on and off for like a while. Um, he and granted, he, and he let her, and he, she like, yeah. And so he let her back in. He gave her, he granted her guest visitation to his place twice, and after both times, he immediately canceled the permission so clearly events happen incidents happened every time she was given visitation rights to his apartment and it was yeah so it was a problem eventually um well like periodically when she would get banned from the building she would just seduce other men in the building to let her into the building so she can get back to Stefan's apartment. Oh my God. It was like a whole it was a whole thing. Like it was just cyclical. Like if he wasn't the one to let her in, she's like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna find my way back in. Anyway. That's scary. Makes me think, like, did you just really love the apartment complex? Like because no. this clearly this clearly was what no, that's obsessive. She, this is what behavior. she did to Stefan at the yeah. beginning when she got kicked out. She used him to get back in the building. 
It's just because rich men live there, probably. That is so weird and crazy. Yeah, and her be- her behavior escalated. And she would start um, physically abusing him, too. So Trigger warning domestic violence. I forgot that. I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah, trigger warning domestic violence. Um, she, because of the gender situation... He was embarrassed to talk about it. Now, you know, so you get, unfortunate. Women are, get embarrassed to talk about it too, but it's different when it's men being abused. They think I'm like typically, yeah. Typically, it's the other way around. I'm supposed to be the strong one, overpowering her. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be the toxic one because right. that's what's more common in society, yeah, or what we see. But it's not. It's not the but only way. But it still happens. It happens. And like in you're, both directions. Like, it's valid. Yeah, yeah. So this poor man did not feel comfortable talking about it. That's very sad. And like, you know, he came from a different generation than she did even. Yeah. So he yeah. would probably be less likely to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just keep it packed in there, my, my dude. Just keep that's on so, suppressing your emotions. Yeah, that's very sad. It's super sad. So the last time she was kicked out, she went to live with a friend named James, with whom she'd stayed with before. G. Mr. James was like a regular mm-hmm. backup plan, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. They had a physical relationship. At times past. Um, but now James had a girlfriend, like a long-term girlfriend who was living with him and she had a kid. So James was different this time uh-huh. when he was like, yeah, you can, you can stay here cause you have nowhere else to go. Um, and he was nice enough to let her stay there. But the second her behavior started getting out of hand, James was like, no, there's a six year old girl living yeah. here too. You're not doing this. Yeah. Get out of my house. It, it well, took... she sounds like, you know, extremely unpredictable and unstable. Oh, she's she's very unhinged, like all yeah. the time. Um, so because James got protective of his girlfriend and her daughter, um, she pitched a fit. Anna pitched a fit. She was like, excuse me. So she um, threatened to tell the cops that James was abusing her. So James's girlfriend steps in. And they have an altercation, which this girlfriend wins. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. I didn't even get her name, but I was like, you you rock. She became, Somebody put her in she place. She beat the crap out of Anna to get her out of the house. And it worked. It got Anna out of the house. So good, good for you, Miss James's girlfriend, whatever your name was. I don't know. But um, I was cheering for her at that part of the story. Uh, so anyway, so Anna leaves James's house. And she goes to Stefan, all beaten up by this girlfriend. And she's like, I stayed with James and he beat me and blah, blah, blah. Oh, so she lied and made Yes. Oh, of course she did. Because why Why would she say the girlfriend beat her up? Why would she say the truth? Right, exactly. So so Stefan's like, well, obviously I have to, like, take her to the hospital. I'd have to get her cleaned up. I have to give her a place to stay. Don't fall for it. Stephane. So he did. He, he was... A little more, to his credit, every time he would kick her out and she would come crawling back, he was a little bit more guarded each time. Well, yeah, I would hope so. But he's too nice of a guy to flat out reject her. So, so, so this time he was like, okay, you gotta, oh. you gotta be, you have to like put your foot down with people like this because they will use boundaries. you, they will use you up yeah. until there's nothing left of you. So because he's a sweet human, he took her to the hospital, he got her cleaned up, he got her what she needed. He did not romantically engage with her again. Good. Yet, but he was like, okay, okay, I will I won't leave you on the streets because you're in bad shape. Um, one of his friends, Anders Birkenston, he's the one who pronounced it Stefan in the interview. So I was like, I guess that's what I have to call him. Thank you, Stefan. Um, but he said that Stefan considered her an ex-girlfriend, which is helpful because at this phase that still tells me, okay, he's putting up 
Yeah. He's still putting up boundaries to his credit. Yeah. Um, and he told Anders that he was going to be paying for her to get to Waco to visit her kid. Okay. That's what that's what Anders understood. That's what this whole night that Stefan was, was going to pay for yeah. her. Okay. So he I was going to let her stay with him. Okay. But then after that next day, he was going to pay for a taxi to take her to Waco. To Waco, Texas. Yeah. Um, he's so generous, man. I would not have been this nice to her. Um, but yeah, he did not give Anders any indication that they were getting back together. So I guess I misspoke earlier. It doesn't sound like from Anders' perspective, anything romantic was going to happen. Yeah, I mean. For the rest of the story. Yeah. At all. Um, we don't know the 100% truth. Sure. But we know at least what he told Anders, who was like a really close friend. Yeah. So um, he had a friend who was going to be picking Anna up too. the. Oh, it looks like that night, actually, in my notes. Hmm. Okay. Oh, the plans changed. I misread my own notes. Um, so it was supposed to be that night, and then the plans changed, and they were like, how about the next day? That That's it. So gotcha. she's, she's going to be going to Waco. She's supposed to be going to Waco. Yeah, she's and not supposed she to be already staying. has, like, a ride arranged, because yes. he's so nice and He's thoughtful. so nice, and it's a friend of his, too, so he's, like, imposing on... He's doing, he's doing the most. <laughs> he's doing more than he should. Yeah. But, so, Anna was like, okay, thank you for what you're doing, because it's our last night together, why don't we go out? Let's let's go to a bar. Let's go to my favorite bar and like celebrate our last night out together. It'll be great. So this bar they go to is her favorite bar. It's Bar Fifteen Fifty. If for anyone who knows the Houston area, um, and they're they're there until about two a.m. So Stefan. So they close the bar down. They close the bar down, and Anna, when she like goes out, she like goes out. I believe this. She's like hammered. Yeah. Stefan is buzzed, like too buzzed for to respond, drive. Resp- but he's yeah. Not- he seems. I saw footage too, surveillance footage of the two of them leaving the bar to go at the taxi, and he seems like I wouldn't say super like one hundred percent sober, but he's like highly functional. Yeah, like he's like the one guiding her out of the bar. Yeah. Like he's like, all right, let's go, let's go. He they, doesn't uh, seem too inebriated. They start drinking young in some of those uh, seriously in he's some of those Norwegian countries. So yeah. Well, that, that's it then, because he, he didn't seem half bad. So they he coaxes her to the cab, okay, when they're ready to leave around 2 a.m. And she she seems a little, based on the footage I saw, she seemed a little belligerent, too. She wasn't just hammered, I'm but she was so like... not surprised. You know how unhinged she is when yeah. she's, like, not drinking. Although maybe God, she's I just mean, always oh, intoxicated, and that's the problem. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they get into the cab, and she's, like, trying... The, you know, have you ever been in a cab before? Yes. I guess an Uber would be the exact same thing nowadays, but it's like they have a GPS that, like, you tell them whether you want to go. Yeah. They punch it in. They don't need your commentary nope. on how to get there. Nope. But drunk Anna's in the backseat going, no, you gotta go this way, you gotta go this uh, way. And she sounds like I would hate her. She's yelling at the cab driver. She's yelling at Stefan, who's like, babe, calm down. Like, you need to chill. Mm-hmm. She's yelling at everybody, cursing at everybody, and, um, when they get to the apartment, his apartment complex, the so the taxi driver, this is an interesting just side note because this interaction, I feel the need to explain the cab driver situation. The cab driver is a woman. Because she's uncomfortable driving, especially men around at night, her husband goes with her for her night shifts. Fair enough. So it's it's her, but her husband's driving. Now this, when she first tells her story to cops, she says everything as if it was just her in the car because she didn't want to get fired. Sure, because he was driving. Because her husband was driving, so she's like, "No, it was all me." Like she, she didn't address that her husband was in the car. But after the fact, 
her husband was interviewed and he was like he like he had to come clean and yeah, yeah. but he like supported her story so all this happened it was her and her husband and Stefan and Anna so they get to Stefan's apartment complex and they're getting out of the car and the the woman cab driver I can't remember her name to save my life but she she tells Stefan like Mr. Anderson you need to get away from her or something bad is going to happen like she had such bad feelings vibes. Bad vibes. everything about anna was so off-putting that she was like this man is in danger like he can't go with her oh my god so she warned him and he was like uh, like okay man, thank you listen and to your intuition yeah he didn't yeah they still went up to his apartment complex but the um that's so scary so it, it's really haunting to hear her say her side yeah. of it considering what we're about to get to. So the concierge at the um, apartment building sees him come through the lobby. And, and she said that Anna was obvi- also like she was getting more and more agitated, more and more belligerent, which is saying something considering the state she was in mm-hmm. in the cab. Um, so she goes up to they both go up to the apartment complex and it's not 100 percent clear what happens after that but i'm gonna pause for a second and let you listen to the 911 call that happens at a certain point early early that morning right, let's take a listen you need medical police of fire okay ma'am 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 hello okay you're gonna have to stop crying for or calm down so i can he- understand what you're saying your name and what did your boyfriend do? He's Is there now? Yeah, but he's out. I don't know. Listen, he's about to die. He's not busy. He says. I need you here right now. And I'm, I'm trying right. to get someone out to you, ma'am. Are there any weapons involved? No, ma'am. Okay. It's just me and him. He, he just drinks a lot. He just like me. And he's about to die. I, I've been resisting him, and I couldn't find the phone. And nobody called me. Okay, so is he beating you up or is he about to die? Yeah, yeah, he's beating me up in the Okay, so thoughts on that? Uh, she sounds messed up. She is so wasted. Even the she's even the nine one one operator was like over it. <laughs> she's like, okay, I already can't stand this. She said, <laughs> so is he attacking you or is he dying? Like, pick one. Like, pick a story yeah. and stick with it. So, uh, a weird thing that I probably should have said before I played the nine one one call is that the nine one one call happened at three forty one a.m. Now. A, a witness who later came forward, who was a neighbor, heard a disruptive noise at precisely 2.13 a.m. Okay. Now, she knows this because she heard this noise and she was super mad that neighbors in this nice apartment building would be so rude as and to loud be weird at 2.13 in the morning. Yeah, she looked over at the clock and she was like, it's 2.13 in the morning. So when she tells the cop, she's like, no, I knew exactly what time it was. So 2.13 is when she hears this noise. And then, and then an hour call was, and a half later, ooh. hour and a half later, Anna calls 911. That's suspicious. An hour and a half. 
I'm going to get to why that's so devastating in a second. Um, so let me, let me go to when, after 911's called, blah, 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 paramedics get there, dude's dead, obviously. Poor Aww. Stefan. R.I.P. R.I.P. Stefan. CSI comes in, and they find tufts of Stefan's hair on the couch, indicating that there was a struggle. Okay. It could have started there. They yeah. later suspect, okay, maybe it started in the hallway. But either way, there was like a there was a bit of a tussle okay. happening in this apartment, okay? On the couch next to oh, the hair looked like it had been torn out of his head, too. So like whatever struggle they had, she had hold of his head at some point. Yeah. And like tore out hair. Jeez. On the couch next to Anna's purse, there was a tarot book opened to the page for death. There was an empty sugar packet. That was stuck to the corner of the book. And what? the sugar itself was sprinkled on the coffee table. Also on the coffee table were a bunch of cryptic notes and doodles. Oh. One was signed Anna. And one note said, may the shield of truth protect you. May the sword of justice judge. May the pen be mightier than the sword. And another one, another piece of paper says, I ask for you and your spirit and soul to be at peace. Your mind calm, your heart pure strength. That sounds like psychotic delusion. Well, yeah, 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 it, yeah, all of that. Yeah. What in the world? This is the woman who cut off, cut part of a, a water line because she heard an entity talk to her. Like, she needs help. She yes, needs serious help. Absolutely. So it makes me really afraid for him. Like, I know the result. I know he's passed away. But, like, the whole incident that led up to it, like, it. I'm afraid for him for what oh, yeah. what did happen. Yeah, that's awful. Um, on the like all across the floor, there were other tufts of his hair and stuff. There was also, and this is the most notable part of the crime scene that becomes sort of her like moniker, is a blue suede size nine stiletto shoe. There's one by the door, near a pair of black men's shoes, which we can assume is Stefan's, and the other one is right next to his body, covered in blood in the hallway. Oh no. So this woman stabbed her ex-boyfriend with the heel of her stiletto, which is why she's now dubbed the stiletto shoe killer. That's like, that's I'm sorry. The stiletto killer. She killed him with a shoe? She killed him with a shoe. With a high heel shoe? Mm Mm-hmm. She viciously stabbed him with a stiletto. What? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. How does one, I mean... Yeah. You would have to stab someone so many times. And so hard. And so hard. I mean, high heels are... With a shoe? Yeah. I mean, how how high was this heel? Let me see if I have that in my notes. What in the world? I don't have any exact measurement, like but a, they look like, like five-inch. Inch. Yeah, they or five-inch heel. Like yeah. five-inch to me. Jeez. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys, if you've seen pictures of the shoe. My but God. It, yeah, they're pretty high heels. And That's stilettos, brutal. Stilettos are sharp, but to take down a grown man... Uh, she had to have been like coming at him like a like a rabid spider monkey with Seriously. that thing to take him down. Seriously, and there were bruises all over his head, chest, and arms too. Jeez. So she came in swinging. Poor Stefan, that's terrible. Um, the blood splatter on the hallway is what like made them conclude that the attack started in the hallway. And it's significant. That's significant because Anna and her defense team claim that she was defending herself upright as. But she was struggling to defend herself because, again, like on the 911 call, she sticks to her guns about he was attacking me. He was me. attacking me. He was abusive and he was attacking me. I was defending myself. That's what her defense team sticks to and loses on. Yeah. Like, that's the hill they die on. 
But the blood splatter suggests he was on the ground already while she was stabbing him officially. So she probably, that I makes guess, sense to me. She knocked him out by yeah. hitting him a few times, took him down to the ground, and then took her shoe. Well, and, and I, like, I mean, I imagine he was just, you know, like stunned. Well, and he was probably like over it and she didn't get her way somehow. Mm-hmm. And then that provoked her. Yeah. I mean, who knows? But yeah. It, it, well, and her. Her uh, jeans were soaked in blood. So when she was taken in for interrogation, she was still wearing these, like, bloody jeans, right? And it looks like... And again, keep in mind, she's still claiming, like, I was standing up. Yeah. I was defending myself. Her jeans, you can... If you go on YouTube and watch her uh, her interrogation video, if you go to Explore With Us, is a really good channel. If you want to watch... <laughs> I, I binge watch... Um, interrogation videos on their channel they're fantastic and they analyze it and it's very educational but if you watch her interrogation like she she's wearing the blood splatter on her and she it looks like she was straddling yeah the body yeah how are you gonna get blood all on your thighs on the top of your legs if if you were standing upright stabbing him like and if you're that way if you're defending like okay if someone's attacking you, then you would have bruises all over your arms, your face, because you're defending yourself. Mm-hmm. And I don't, did she have any marks on her? No. And you want to know what's funny is, you know, in the 911 call, when she kept saying he was beating me, he was striking me, when asked when if she was in pain when the paramedics got there and everything, she, she said, um, no, except for her knee. Probably because she was straddling him. Because she was straddling him and beating oh him, like, stabbing gosh. him with her shoe. This yeah, woman. like, how is... <laughs> if you're being beaten by this man, all, a lot more of you should Okay, hurt. if someone was attacking you to the point where you had, you felt like you had to kill them. Yes. And that was your only way out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. yeah. And not to... The, the sad part that I said I was going to get to is if you think about that hour and a half that she waited, there was a chair pulled up close to where his body was, like a like a... Uh, like not like a bar stool because it had a back, but like one of those that you would have at a kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. It was pulled up to where he was, so it can be assumed that Anna sat down and was watching him die for an hour and a half. Jesus! Before deciding, okay, now I'm ready. Now I'm ready to call the call nine one one and pretend he just beat me. Now I'm ready. Let's go. An hour and a half. Psycho. Heartless. She's a psycho. So my hot take, my hot take is that she's a narcissist. It clearly. Who also had a drug and alcohol problem. And maybe a bunch of other mental did she, illnesses. Did she have a drug and alcohol problem? Oh, I didn't mention that. Yeah, that's one of the things James, her friend that she used to stay with, talked about when previous times that the, he would, she would stay with him is they would do drugs together. Gotcha. So Did, it was did he say of, what kind? No, I don't I'm think so. Curious. I can go back and look, but I don't. I don't think he was super specific because again, he was talking to cops. Yeah. So he was like, "Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, the normal kind. You know, the normal kind. I'm not going to go to jail for this. <laughs> like, you know, whatever." Uh, but she definitely had an alcohol problem for sure. I don't know what kind of drugs she was into, but it sounded like, from what his friend said, that she seemed intoxicated all the time. Like okay. that was like a regular state okay. of being, which made some of them question, like, is she intoxicated or is she just weird? Like, what is going on? So I think my opinion, my uneducated opinion, is that she has mental illness and addiction, which yeah. often go hand in hand. Yes. You can have yes. both. Sometimes think, you like you even like try to treat your yeah. own mental illness with 
you know, a substance. And she had a really troubled childhood. Like, she was abused in multiple ways. I didn't want to dive too much into her childhood because I'm not... I wanted to advocate more for Stefan than for Anna. Absolutely. If you want to hear her past, like, go Google her. She's gotten so much attention. Also, you know, like... You like all of these things can be true, but you still doesn't. You know. It doesn't excuse that she killed this man. Exactly, it does not excuse it. That, that, that was her choice. That was a choice. Yeah, he's still dead. He's still dead. And so, yeah, I didn't feel the need to highlight. Oh, look at how sad her her past was and what drove her to drugs and stuff. I right. think I think that um, she needs help. Absolutely, I'm sympathetic to her mental state. Like she does yeah, need clearly. serious help. Clearly, but like. She killed a guy. So she's in prison. She's in prison. She actually, you could see her. She's been interviewed a few times in prison. And she kind of still defends herself in these interviews. Like, she was still, she she loves to victimize herself. Well, that's a narcissistic trait. Oh, yeah. And then she plays up how much every man in her life has loved her and how it's basically a curse to be so well-loved. And, you know, men just love me and I don't get it. I just don't understand. So, um... I want to put out a warning, though, for anyone who might, and you probably don't think that you have this lifestyle, but the whole, like, using men as a living. Using anybody as a, Using anyone for their money. Like, that's dangerous. That will either get you killed, like, if that's, like, the Hazel Drew case. Yeah. Like, if. It's not a good idea. Yeah, you'll either die or you'll become the murderer. I don't know. I don't recommend it. No, 10 out of 10 do not recommend. Based on every case we've covered. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Get a you job. You get hurt. Get a job, man. Get a job. But that's the case of Stefan Anderson. R.I.P. Man. Dang, he had such Stephen, good I'm so sorry. He had such good you intentions. You didn't. You didn't deserve that. No, he deserved much better. She is so unwell. She's, she's banana. Unwell in the mind. She's very unwell in the mind, and she still is. She might be getting treatment in prison. I didn't care to well, look really, into. Well, really, I mean that but she when you when you watch interviews of her in prison she does seem less unhinged so she could be getting treatment yeah of some kind but she still sticks to the her old all of her old tricks she still reiterates all the old and stuff. she she won't say it was all me right yeah mm-hmm. yeah so whatever anna just enjoy yeah. prison i guess yeah that's just your life glad now. you're not getting out so let's end this on a sweet note. Yeah, ooh, we have a special treat today. Ooh, wh- yeah, what is it? Okay, so I've got to I've got to read this out loud because somebody sent us a treat. Oh my gosh! I know. I love it. So I got a package in the mail with a note that said, "Dear Inspectors Mindy and Renee, I can't help you with the crime portion of your podcast, but I can certainly help you with cookies." inspectors i know oatmeal scotchies with a mom kiss on top they freeze well too if needed love kathy this is from my mother-in-law oh my that was gosh. so sweet she's the best i'm so excited to try these so it's oatmeal cookies. they are oatmeal scotchies with a uh, hershey's kisses on top i know what's a scotchy i don't know we'll <laughs> find out this this <laughs> this cookie is a scotchy okay Oh, they look delicious. Yeah, so if you want to send us treats, maybe we'll please leave please. a P.O. box or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. Okay, ready? Ready. Go. Oh, yeah. I went right for the Hershey's. 
You can taste the love. <laughs> that special ingredient is pretty potent. Mm. Five skulls. Five skulls, baby. Five skulls. You've done it again, Kathy Love. Kathy, you're the best. We adore you. And I'm going to eat all these cookies. It's a good thing she sent a lot of them. <laughs> Seriously, because these are so good. Mm. Mm. I mean, what, you can't beat homemade cookies. Mm-mm, that's true. They're going to get five schools all the time. Yeah. Unless I make them and then they'll be burnt. So. <laughs> I make them and they're like really crispy and they're not supposed to be. And I'm like, yeah. um... Um, this was a sugar cookie, but yeah. now it's a... Oh, these are so good. Sugar crisp. <laughs> what a treat. Mm-hmm. Well, if you like this episode... You should... Or if you like us in general... Probably listen to some other episodes that we've done. More. Um, rate and review, please, anywhere that you're listening. Spotify, Tell other people about us. Apple Podcasts. Spread the love. I kind of want to do a... Like a listener highlight, if you guys like leave a review and send us a screenshot. Yeah, we, and we give you appreciate. A shout out. Yeah, and we also appreciate like um, the interaction that we're getting on um, social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's been really good, guys. Please keep that up. Please and we want to we want to do some of those local cases that you guys have suggested. Yeah, I made a list, so everybody who commented on that post, like, don't you worry, we're going to cover those cases. Um, did you see the update that <laughs> that I posted on our social media of oh, the yeah. Madeline McCann? Yeah, so if you guys hear more updates that I don't post on that social media account, please, like, send them to us. Because I'm super curious if Julia Wendell, when the DNA test comes back, what her results are. Yeah. If she's Madeline McCann. I was... This is so funny. I told Mindy, but I'm going to tell you guys, too. I was in the middle of scripting a Madeline McCann episode... To not to do right away because we need to record. When all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, I saw Julia Wendell go viral on social media, and I was like, "Okay, I, I think I want to wait until yeah. results are in, and then we'll probably talk about it." So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, send us cases that you would like us to cover, cases you think we would find interesting, or just like rate and review us and send us a screenshot. We'll just talk about you. So, yeah. Either way, and then tune in next time. Yeah, for next week's episode. Thanks for listening.